971 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. This hour of the Annie Fry Show is brought to you by Ruler Foods. Low prices, no coupons. Ruler Foods. That is exactly what I needed to hear. Thank God someone here knows what they're talking about. That's us. That's right. Gotta love this American ride. Right, you need to take the time and get the full picture. ladies. I mean, they rev my engine, but they don't belong in the newsroom. It is Anchor Man, not Anchor Lady. Goodness sake, kid. Keep your voice down. Your father's listening to the radio. I'm not This is the Annie Fry Show. Welcome back to the Annie Fry Show. We appreciate you being with us here this afternoon. Um, we want you to join us on the Annie Fry YouTube live and tell us of these four. We all picked our favorite Christmas movie. We want to know what you find out of these four, what your favorite one. We got a lot of people commenting as well. If one of these isn't your favorite, what yours is. Christmas Vacation, Home Alone, Elf, or It's a Wonderful Life. Russell says... Voted for Christmas Vacation, but have to give a yell out for Polar Express. Very good choice. Polar Express is a family favorite in uh, our household. Um, Kenny says of the options, I vote Elf, but curious why Die Hard is not on the list. There's the whole conversation about whether or not Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I understand that that conversation exists. No, I have never seen Die Hard. No, I have never seen A Christmas Story. Yes, I have too much to do. I mean, like, this is not a travesty. <laughs> Don't get bent out of shape. I have no dog in the fight of whether Die Hard is a Christmas movie or not. But are we actually arguing that it is the best Christmas movie from those of you who, who've seen it? I, I've never seen Die Hard either. I've seen either. Die Hard, but... It, it, Three it, it, out of four AFS have folks seen have it. never seen Die Hard. And look, that's an era of movie that I should have seen. I admit that. It really is. I was surprised you haven't seen it. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I've never seen it. And here's the other thing, though. I can't believe you've been able to avoid Christmas Story. Because that, that takes more work to avoid that movie Pretty than committed to, to it. it. Apparently. I'm sorry, but it, he. this is my assumption. This is the way politics is, folks. And I always kind of look at my approach to anything that is mainstream pop culture as how most people approach things that are political. Because I am, not, I am A, interested I do not care. I don't feel any persuasion to invest because people say I should. It almost makes me go, I'm less interested now. So then I I have created in my mind what a Christmas story is about without ever having consumed it. So I know nothing, but I have a strong opinion about it. And it, he seems like he's annoying, an annoying little brat. And it doesn't, when I watched the movie, uh, promos or you scroll through it on when you're flipping through channels which nobody does anymore it seems stressful and angry (laughs) is that a total misconception of what the film is about yeah i think that is a misconception although the dad darren mcgavin is kind of an angry old 40s type dad i guess that character is true i i will that movie is strange though because the last time i watched it I realized there's not really a story. That's why I don't like it. <laughs> there, well, that's like all I know is that he wants a, a gun. Scenes. There's a lamp. He's got glasses. 
It was like eh. the, the whole point of the movie is he's he's waiting for Christmas. Yeah. And there, there's really not it's, a storyline. And yeah, and it's narrated. It is narrated, and there's no. <laughs> it's weird because here's the thing, though. It is a good movie, though, because to do a movie and sit there and watch a full hour and a half movie that basically has no forward momentum, which that one doesn't, other than just the movement toward Christmas, is really tough to do, which means the scenes have to be really good, and the scenes are extremely memorable. Yeah, well. They are. Patrick on YouTube says, It's a Wonderful Life is my number one movie of all time. So many great life messages. Colonel Ripper, who we met yesterday at Ruler Foods. It was great to see uh, Ripper there at Ruler Foods. I chose It's a Wonderful Life, but the 1947 version of Miracle on 34th Street is fun also. I've also never seen that. And I watch Mr. Magoo's Christmas Carol. (laughs) LOL. (laughs) Jennifer said my favorite Christmas movie is While You Were Sleeping, but I picked It's a Wonderful Life. Seen that one? Anybody? Nope. While You Were Sleeping? Yeah. I think I may have seen part of it. Kathy says my favorite Christmas movie is Meet Me in St. Louis. You can't beat Judy Garland. That is, um, I, yeah, I love Judy Garland. I love her voice, and I love I love her song from that. Um, real quick before we get to some ornaments that were sent to us by some of our favorite listeners out there, we, we said earlier in the uh, month that if you wanted to send us ornaments for the tree that is in the background right behind Leah right now, if you're watching on the YouTube, that we would adorn our Christmas tree with ornaments from you, and we would give you shout-outs, so we're going to do that in a bit. Did you hear about this Boston mayor holiday uh, the par- holiday party? I have. This is ridiculous. Boston's Democratic mayor has apologized. Why? She caused offense. <gasps> How dare she? She offended somebody. Who's getting bent out of shape now? Well, the holiday party invitation excluded white people. <laughs> <laughs> yep. What is the matter with these people? You think what in what reality do you think we're going to This is a great idea. People are going to love it. Except for white people, but we don't care what they think anyway. Uh, Michelle Wu drew criticism Wednesday after her aide sent a holiday party invite to all members of the Boston City Council for an electeds. This is I'm reading this from Fox News, and it's in quotations. Uh, members of the Boston City Council for an, quote, electeds of color holiday party, end quote, even though seven of the officials are white. Wu told reporters on Wednesday that the invite was not meant to be sent to white council members. <laughs> They oh. sent it to the white council members. Oh. <laughs> Who had their invitations rescinded about 15 minutes after the original email was sent. Whoops. Can't take can't take take see backsies. I already put it in my calendar. Quote, we had individual conversations with everyone so people understand that it was truly just an honest mistake. <laughs> That's not an honest mistake. That went out in typing the email field. Can you imagine? Can you imagine being the person who's like, I got an idea. Let's have a Christmas party, but disallow white people to come. And then you're like, high fives, guys. Great ideas. Let's get the invitation out. Can you imagine being there in the moment where you're like, oh, my God, we sent it to the white people. <laughs> I No, I can't. This but, story is multi-layered. But, like, what they're apologizing for is that we sent the invitation That's what to I mean. you. Not that we're having a segregated Christmas party. Yeah, right. She yes. went on, according to, the, to WCVB Boston, quote, I think we've all been in a position at one point where an email went out and there was a mistake with the recipient. (laughs) Now she's so identifiable. Tripling down. She added, quote, it is my intention that we can, again, be a city that lives our values and create space for all kinds of communities to come together. That's the opposite. That's literally the exact opposite of what you did. Do you hear 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> Can you imagine? Go ahead. Go ahead. According to the local outlet, the minority only party continued as planned on Wednesday, while Wu's office has plans to host a separate event. What? For all elected officials and members of her cabinet on a different day. The city's first Asian-American mayor defended the event, saying, quote, I've been a part of a group that gathers representing elected officials of color across all different levels of government in Massachusetts, a group that has been in place for more than a decade and the opportunity to create a space for people to celebrate and rotate who hosts. It, it, wait, is she saying she's a person of color? Yeah, she is. Because she's Asian? Asian-American. I just want to know what the rules are. Well, uh, until you apply to Harvard, Asians are per- persons of color. And then when you apply to Harvard, you are not. Mm. Wu's aide, Denise Dos Santos, <laughs> oh, who sent out the invite, tried to smooth things over in a follow-up email prior to the party. Everyone loves the follow-up email. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whoopsies. <laughs> Oops. Quote, I wanted to apologize for my previous email regarding a holiday party for tomorrow. I did send that to everyone by accident, and I apologize if my email may have offended or came across as so. Sorry for any confusion this may have caused. What she should have said is, I'm sorry that you were offended. (laughs) White people. Whiteies. (laughs) Who's not dreaming of a white Christmas? Ooh, Boston. Boston. Can you can you imagine though? Imagine I mean being a business leader or government leader apparently is exempt from this, and saying to people, you know what I want to do, is I want to have a, a Christmas party. Oh, wait, I can't call it that. I gotta call it a holiday party. First of all, I want to have a holiday party, and I just want to invite certain races to it. <laughs> it, it. People would go, "What? Are you out of your mind?" Well, and like your justification is, I've been doing this for a long time. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, the mistake, you're right, Brad. The mistake was not, oops, I sent it to the white people accidentally. If you were one of the white council members, two things. Wow, thank you for this political gift. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. What a holiday spirit uh, thought there from the people of color who wanted to celebrate apart from their white oppressors who serve in the same capacity on the council. Secondly, what do you say? <laughs> As... The capital WM white man. Well, this is what they said. (laughs) As offensive as this is, this is uh, as what happened to them. This is the Fox News report. The exclusionary invite was criticized Wednesday by one white member of the city council as this is the this is the response, quote, unfortunate and divisive, end quote. (laughs) (laughs) And that is all you will have to say about it. Yeah, that's all I could say. Man, that's incredible. That is incredible. It's not as if either that this is a small liberal enclave outside of a college town in Maryland. This is Boston. This is the mayor of Boston. It's not like some random, you know, these things pop up every now and then. Some random council member outside of San Jose says something crazy. This is a major U.S. city's mayor saying, I think I want to have a segregated Christmas party this year. Are there any other white people in Boston? I don't think so. I've never been, but my understanding is that there are not. Data USA says that 44% of Boston, according to her too as well, 44% of Boston is white, non-Hispanic. Black, non-Hispanic, 21.7%. Asian, 9.59%. White, Hispanic, 6.13%. Hispanic, 592 
44% of Boston was told to sit this one out. Your representation is not welcome here simply because of the color of your skin. What a time to be alive. Man. I mean, this is How the natural this is the natural playing out of the mindset that lifts certain groups up and puts others down based on criteria that have nothing to do with who they are as a person. It kills me that at the end they're like, well, this is pretty divisive, but... <laughs> yeah, but what? What are you going to do? Yeah, just, we're, we're living in the ellipses. We're, we're waiting for something here, and nothing's going to happen. It's unbelievable. Uh, real quick, too, before we get to the story, that Ryan Wiggins all over it. If you were ever going to con- be uh, caught doing, <laughs> caught committing a crime... I'm listening. <laughs> um, this is in Colorado. So they were high. Uh, the implication <laughs> would make it make more sense. Uh, on Business Insider, two men convicted of retail theft at Kohl's <laughs> in Colorado tried to get a lesser punishment because they stole stuff that was on sale. <laughs> I'm tracking with you. The men's attorneys made an argument for reduced charges after admitting stealing from the store in Parker, Colorado. The case was described in Tuesday's news from the district attorney for Colorado's 18th judicial uh, district. Michael Green, 50, and Byron Bolden, 37, were nicknamed the KitchenAid Mixer Crew. <laughs> they needed a name like the Wet Bandit. But, but that was taken by the DA in reference to the kitchen appliances they stole. They also took designer shoes and clothing, which Ryan Wiggins would tell you would, in fact, not allow coupons to be applied. That's what I thought this story was going to be, is that they got to the counter and they said, I'm going to use my 20% off. They said, oh, it doesn't apply to that brand, and they just took it. Well, that is the story, except for they just skipped the counterpart. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to give them a pass if they had actually gone to the counter and tried to use the coupon. They were both ultimately convicted of felony theft. However, the DA's office said the men's attorney argued for softer misdemeanor charges, citing discounts on the items. (laughs) According to the Denver Gazette, the men cited discounts on the sticker prices and Cole's coupons that they had. To bring the items down below the threshold for felony theft in Colorado, which is two grand. They should totally show up at the trial, slide a Kohl's coupon for 20% off across the judge's desk, and be like, can I get 20% off this sentence? The documented value of the item stolen was $2,094.98, according to the district attorney's office. The argument did fail to sway the judge as both men received felony convictions. Green was sentenced to 15 months in prison and Bolden to 90 days in jail with credit for time served as a condition of 18 months probation. Just imagine. Have you, the first person to ever provide a coupon to the judge for consideration, <laughs> I would like to submit Exhibit A. They need to be- Scratch that sucker off. Put him in jail for not coming up with a better name for themselves. <laughs> Yeah, like, it's going to be three months, but that name sucks. Like Make the, it four. The Mixer Misfits or something. Instead of the, we're the KitchenAid Mixer Stealers. <laughs> well, that's literally what you are. Couldn't you come up with something catchy? Oh, no. <laughs> These doofuses. All right, let's open these gifts in the break. If you want to watch us, we are going to do it on the Annie Fry YouTube live, and then we will reveal them to you, tell you what we got from a couple of listeners who wanted to send us something to put on our Christmas tree. So join us on the Annie Fry YouTube channel. Brad's going to be opening them up right now. And when we come back, Trisha is going to join us for a little Annie, Are You Okay? on a Thursday afternoon. We'll be right back. Can we just talk about some of these gifts here real quick before we get Trisha? Hi, Trisha. Thank you for coming in here. Are you... Are, are you seeing, Trisha, these gifts that are yeah. coming from... For, we got a, a gift 
from Balls sent us some homemade ornaments that are hilarious and funny. And then we also, from Amanda, who is, both of those those folks are just really wonderful, loyal supporters of ours, and we're so grateful for them. But she's got four kids, and some of her kids made those ornaments. They're they, really good. They're so good. Um, I don't know how they have fine time for anything. Uh, Amanda and her family, they're always all over doing really cool stuff. Um, that's great. No, this is great. Let's let's see. let's uh, let's talk over this because it shows. The- Mark the herald <laughs> angels sing. <laughs> Leah, it's okay. Leah is running really the board. So. Leah, Leah, we're gonna just put this out there so you understand and you cheer her on. You cheer her on, fuel. <laughs> She's you doing, get on the Annie Fry YouTube channel. <laughs> I was trying to support her by saying this is great. Yeah. Now we can talk about how sem- sentimental but these are. But that's what I thought we were doing. But I we thought couldn't yeah. hear what you were saying. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, I thought if it was a mistake, it would have gone away real fast. But I'm like, oh, okay, we're just going to stick with this. No, we, Leah's learning the board, and she's doing this. It's okay. Don't cry. She's laughing so She's laughing. Oh, my God. Uh, you got to learn how to do it sometime, and yeah. we're going to yep. do it here. And we need you to come on here and give her words of encouragement. She's yes. doing just fine. And if Brad's ever going to take a day off in his life, Lee needs to learn how to do this. Yeah, so. I might just take a day off and let you guys deal oh with it. Gosh. That's fine. I That'd might take that awesome. day off, too. Just I'm, not, I'm just kidding. Lee, you're doing fine. Thank you. And so. we will make it through. And if we make mistakes, nobody dies. So we got we got great stuff from people. And Brad's continuing to open it. But we also are going to do a little Annie, are you okay here? So. When Leah says so, <laughs> Leah, are you okay with Annie? Are you okay right now? Yeah, let's All find right, out. let's fire it off. Click it and see what happens. And now it's time to play. Is Annie okay with this? Yeah, yeah, I agree are. with that, Trisha. The, the iconic chip brand has partnered with Empirical Spirits to release an 84-proof clear liquor that smells and tastes like nacho cheese Doritos. Doritos is releasing nacho <laughs> cheese liquor? L- liquor, yeah. A quote from Food and Wine. <laughs> the bouquet is brimming with the unmistakable tang of cheese dust. Oh, my but, God. But in the sip, it's all about the cornier elements. <laughs> Annie, are you okay with nacho cheese Dorito liquor? I am not. <laughs> <laughs> I know this will come as a dramatic shock to most people, I but I like that one. I'd try it. What would you try? It? What would you drink it with? Uh, probably Cool Ranch Doritos. <laughs> Ew. Ranch. No. Ew. Or just Ew. ranch dressing. Yeah. <laughs> Fill all each cheek on the rim. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> in ranch dressing, salt. <laughs> Wendy's giving She's going nowhere fast. Very badly. <laughs> Wendy's giving franchisees the option to test drive drive through AI chatbot. Wendy's began testing an AI-powered chatbot at company-owned restaurants earlier this year and is now giving franchisees the option to test the system in 2024 after realizing that they get faster service and higher accuracy with these things. The company has partnered with Google Cloud and is calling their AI platform Wendy's Fresh AI. So AI is coming to a Wendy's near you. <clears throat> Annie, you okay with it? Um... The people who are going to get hurt the most by this voted for the people who put this type of this is an inevitability. If you want a fifteen dollars, it's fifteen bucks minimum wage January mm-hmm. one in Illinois. That's three times. That's more than three times the amount of money yeah. I made per hour when I, and I'm not oh, that old. Ryan, how what was it like? Forty cents, fifty cents minimum wage. <laughs> That's what gas was <laughs> back when we drove the old 
Model, Model T. T. Actually, it was before that. It was the Henry Ford quadricycle that we were driving. Uh, that's how you knew it was time to go. Um, but yeah, I, I would say that. Do uh, that again. That's how you knew. That's a rooster. No, that was that was like a garage. Yeah, that time. I know. Sometimes he gets I, outraged just, and turns into little, Jerry Seinfeld. It's Sometimes little, it's, it's a rooster. It's old technology. It's it's yeah, it's old technology. And plus, I, I do want you guys to know a little bit of a turn here. One of the dreams I've always had is to have a car that when you honked it, it played La Cucaracha. <laughs> because I, it's so ridiculous that I know that if I ever were to actually do that, that I really had made it. Because I had nothing else in life that I wanted anymore, and I finally was able to do that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's Ryan's a, here. There's a lot going on. Yeah. There's so much going on, and I was, I Ryan's talking, and I know there's other things going on, but I thought, I'm just going to let him keep going. Isn't oh, that what we're supposed to do? That's what and I then, do. I, yeah. I don't think, did I say, I said this off air before, but Trish's Annie, Are You Okay segment on this show is when I officially stopped caring about the show for the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. This is like one of the happiest. Like this is, remember when you were in college, college night was Thursday night. So when you got done with school or work or whatever on Thursday and you went out with your friends, you're like, I don't really care about anything till Monday. Freedom. This is now. I love that. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I had an 8 a.m. class for most of my college life. That's your Friday. fault. Why? <laughs> you get to choose those. I had when I got in my major. I had it was the only time they offered it. No, it's not every semester. It. What was your major? Yeah, Mr. Lowell, I think his name was. Same it was class? advertising, and eight a.m. No, it, this that guy, is this no, guy hated kids no so badly. There's you, no way. you took. I mean, I know you went to SIUE and SIUC, but yeah. Trisha, you were in the communications program at mm-hmm. SIUE, and I know this because Trisha and I first met when I came to speak to her class, Truth. and then I hired her as an intern. Truth, and now she's running the station. She leaped me. She leapt right over me. And I went to the communications program. And those that is the laziest group of people <laughs> in college. They don't make all those classes at 8 a.m. I agree. How at SIUE. How many people were in your class? You went to SIUC? SIUC. I don't even think they could start until noon. That is the biggest party school. I know. How many people were in your 8 a.m. class? Maybe 20. You should have seen how full that the 1240 class probably was. No, there was none. I'm telling you, it was two semesters in a row. I despise this guy. I need a catalog from 1985 when you were in school, and I need to see when those classes were offered. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Annie- Welcome back to the Annie Fry Show. It's almost Friday, folks. We are excited about it. We're grateful that you're here with us today. We are continuing the online donation portion of the Annie Fry Show Food Drive. And a few shout-outs here to uh, people who have shown up onto um, it's justgiving.com slash page slash Annie Fry Show Food Drive. All one word. Or you can go to the Twitter page, my Twitter account, uh, at Annie Fry Show, and click on the link there. I said I was going to get it up on Facebook. I need to do that. Um, I will do that after the show. Patrick, thank you for your gift. An anonymous gift. Another anonymous one. It says, let's see here. I got to make sure I read that before I read it out on the air. I heard what you were saying, just saying on your show about direct charity being a basic conservative ideal, and I couldn't agree more. Thanks for doing things for the ones who need it most. Um, so thank you to that anonymous donor, another anonymous donor, Jenny. Thank you so much, Sarah, uh, Jim, Marie, Vicky, Andrea, Randall, Megan, Katie. I gotta keep going here cause they keep going. And Jackie, we are up to $698. 
on the online giving portion of this. Yesterday in cash donations, along with Ruler Foods donations, we were at 4,658, I believe. So we are over 5,000 right now. We're going to do this through tomorrow and see see how far we can get for the people of St. Louis. This, the, the funds raised, the food raised goes to the St. Louis Area Food Bank directly. And we are happy to do our part in making this an opportunity. So please come join us and donate. Like I said, five bucks if you've got it. It doesn't have to be a huge, magnificent gift. We'll take those as well. But you don't have to give big in order to make a blessing in somebody else's life. Uh, before we get to the results of today's YouTube live chat poll, what's your favorite Christmas movie? We picked ours. So we have four here and you get to pick of our four, which one you like the most Christmas vacation, home alone, elf, or it's a wonderful life. Uh, Paul said, I chose Christmas vacation. Clark's jelly of the month club monologue about his boss is an all timer. Eric said, how do you not have a Christmas story? Well, I've never seen it and I only got to pick one. Does anybody in here love that, that movie? I like it. It was my second choice to Elf. Okay. Elf is Leah's. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. yeah. So we haven't revealed Elf yet. is Leah's. Yeah. We haven't revealed yet who's is which uh, other than that one. But people are guessing which ones is which. So, yeah, Leah likes uh, Christmas Story. I like the movie. It's yeah. just not my favorite. It's not, not the top It's top. probably not in my top five. Jackie says, torn between Christmas Vacation and Elf. I chose Elf for now. Uh, Roger says, Die Hard. It's not on there, but Eric says none of those wears White Christmas or Die Hard. Sorry. Uh, the winner of the poll is going to be the first time right in. Yeah. White Christmas is very high on my list. That would That's a uh, close, close second for me. Um, Chris, happy almost Friday poll. I chose Elf. I really love It's a Wonderful Life, too. Another favorite is Christmas with the Cranks. Never seen that. I don't think I've ever seen that either. Mm -mm. Amanda said, none of these are really my fave, but I voted for Home Alone. I think Charlie Brown Christmas might be my fave. But where's Die Hard? That's a great Christmas movie. (laughs) All right, I get it. Tomorrow is, I I feel like tomorrow we should ask, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? But I feel like the Die Hard, Die Hard fans, all they do all all Christmas season long is wait to weigh in on that poll. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's all they do all All Christmas Eve, all Christmas Day with their families. It's all they talk about. I don't like them. Yeah, the next day, they're they're like, I can't wait till next year. Frank on YouTube says, it's a wonderful life all day. It's possibly the best movie of all time, not to mention holiday movie. And Amy said, Santa, I know him. Smiling's my favorite. Elf, Avi. It's not. That's a very compelling argument. Uh, so we'll get to the results here. You can come join us on the Annie Fry YouTube channel right now. And in our live broadcast, there's a live chat poll that you can go vote in. Leave a comment if you so choose. Uh, let's get through these important things that you need to know, Ryan. 12 behaviors that immediately make people respect you when you first meet them. I'm probably doing at least 11 of these. 11? <laughs> Number one, bragging. Yeah. <laughs> they, that makes people respect you? No, I'm just... Making a commentary. Ah, okay. <laughs> when you podcast the show the second time, you'll get it. Okay. Yeah, Number when I one, listen tonight. Firm handshakes. Do you does a handshake matter to you? Yes, it does. I I almost hate to say that it does, but it really does. Uh, I don't here's the thing. If you have a firm, normal handshake, I don't think about it. Mm-hmm. It's when you don't. Yes. That's when you go, oh. <laughs> yeah. You get that you get the dead fish handshake and you're like, Ugh. does it matter yeah. to you? Do, do you notice if a if a woman shakes your hand and it is a firm handshake? If somebody's going overboard, especially if it's a woman, like really grabbing you hard on purpose, then I'm gonna notice. If usually it's just a normal <laughs> handshake, if it's a woman and she's really giving you the fist, then why don't we just keep going? Yeah, on why the don't list? you just get off that, Ryan? <laughs> 
I, just move along. I just want to get off. Move along. Yep. I should not keep talking. Move along. The sentences Ryan, I say are Number two is ironically stick to your guns. <laughs> I'm gonna have how a hard are we still on the one. air? I don't know. Or how are some of us still on the air? I don't know. I think the FCC thinks we're flyover country. They don't pay attention. Another behavior that is incredibly effective at commanding respect is having conviction. Say what you think and follow through on your beliefs. Some might call that being stubborn, especially if it's a woman doing it. Totally agree with that. Yeah, you're a real sexist on the handshake thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is funny. A woman shakes my hand, it's limp. I'm like, bleh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you are a terrible woman. <laughs> 12 behaviors that immediately make you res- make people respect you when you first meet them. This is ironic, because I don't know what the circumstance would be that leads into this. But it says, hold your hands up when you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> What happens when those amazing muffins you recommended aren't so great? Don't sweat it. We're all humans and mistakes are inevitable. The important thing and the trick is earning respect and it is admitting fault. I like the idea of somebody saying, you know what? I'm not really a big fan of that. And you just go, whoa. I was just thinking, sorry, officer, I surrender. Number four, be yourself. Can't you tell when somebody has an act Mm-hmm. If somebody, I mean, it could be any role in any business. If somebody is in a position of management, if somebody is in a position of sales, if somebody is in a position of being like a personality or talent, when they show up and you can tell that this is this version of them, mm-hmm. but it's not really who they are, it's off putting. Yeah, I always tell them in that circumstance hey, buddy, just be yourself. <laughs> Number five, actions speak louder than words. So you can talk the talk, but can you walk the walk? Because it's true what they say. Actions really do speak louder than words. One of the first things you can do is turn up on time. Rather than saying, I'm an extremely punctual person, you've just demonstrated it. I think think people, I think hypocrisy is one of the things that is most universally detested. Why are you laughing? Last night I was... I did this to Katie. I was standing out front uh, in our living room, and I said, I'm the kind of person who likes to give gifts this way. And he goes, he goes, oh, you like that kind of person? Oh, neat. Thanks for announcing what kind of person you are, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Number six, Ryan, is make them laugh. Ah, I can't do that. Are you? Does it matter to you if you can make someone laugh when you first meet them? I guess it depends on who it is. If I really want to impress them, then yeah, I'm dressing in full clown makeup. Look on the bright side of life, number seven, but be realistic. So being positive. Mm -hmm. Yes. Number eight, use positive body language. Speaking of positivity, don't forget nonverbal communication. It's a key part of gaining confidence and respect from others. I do that. I have constantly (laughs) positive body movement and language. (laughs) I'm always like. (laughs) I'm positive you are obsessed with your body movement and body language. Mm -hmm. I Uh, can say a lot. Unfortunately, it's radio. Because I normally could just speak without saying anything. Normally. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get to the YouTube live chat poll results. What is your favorite Christmas movie? We have Christmas Vacation, Home Alone, Elf, and It's a Wonderful Life. You ready for the votes? Over 200 votes today. Okay. Number 10, or number four with 10%, Elf. Ooh, really? Will the Elf selector reveal herself? <laughs> Leah, yay. Yay, Leah. Uh, 11% Home Alone. Who's Home Alone? That's me. You? Yeah. 11% in third place. It's a Wonderful Life, 33% in second place. Wow. And Christmas Vacation, 46%. Christmas Vacation, I think wow. you I think you guys are making this personal. Man, all right. That's we'll be back tomorrow with uh, Mark Reardon's show next. 
X's and O's tomorrow, among other fun things. Don't go away. 97.1 FM Talk. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Get more at 971talk.com.